I never had any aspirations to pursue a safety career. Not even the slightest intention. It more or less chose me. Some might say I was in the right place at the right time. I'll share the details of that story later in the book. I can say without reservation, I am thankful I did land in a safety position. Being a safety professional has given me a great sense of purpose and satisfaction in my professional and personal life. As a result, I have learned a lot since landing in the corporate safety department in the airline industry which brings me to the purpose of this book. I have three distinct reasons for writing this book. First, to share my story as it relates to occupational safety management and in particular the lessons I have learned about safety throughout my work history starting with my first job out of high school to today as a 20-plus year safety professional. This is not a book about compliance with safety regulations or OSHA. It's not about conducting a job hazard analysis or incident investigation. It's not a book on the psychology of safety. There are already some very good books and resources available on all of these topics. I do not have a PhD in anything. I do have experience as an hourly factory worker, frontline supervisor and safety professional, and a story to tell. It's a story of the mistakes I made in my first attempt at managing employee safety as a frontline supervisor and the lessons I have learned since. Like so many other supervisors, I thought I was fixing a problem when I handed out disciplinary action for a safety infraction. It's about what I would do differently today if I was starting over. I'm sharing this story because I believe these lessons will add value to any operations manager, frontline supervisor or safety professional who have been befuddled by the fail-to-follow procedures issue. In other words how do you get employees to do what you want them to do. My hope is that I can reduce the learning curve for one supervisor, manager, or safety professional, a learning curve that took me years to get over. Second, I want to share my passion for occupational safety and health with you. More specifically, I want to share my passion for creating a work environment where all employees feel safe from occupational injuries and illnesses and feel empowered to grow. For some, empowered to grow can mean moving up the organizational ladder and taking on more responsibilities or making more money. For others, it could mean growing as a person, a parent, a family member, a community member. For others, it could mean to enjoy hobbies, pets, days off or a good movie or book, or learning a new skill. Still others a combination of each. My hope is that, by sharing my passion for safety it will ignite a similar passion in you. If that passion already exists, then just maybe I can help that passion burn a bit brighter, a passion to create that type of environment at your job or in your community or at home. Third, a lot of very good people took the time to mentor me, and I will be forever grateful for the unselfish interest they took in me and my profession. Some were safety professionals, some operations managers others human resources professionals. In a small way, this book is my thank you to those folks who came into my life sometimes only briefly, but always leaving their indelible mark on me, making me a better safety professional and person. By writing this book I hope to pay it forward to the young professionals coming into the safety profession and operations managers and supervisors who struggle with the same safety management issues that I struggled with. I have drawn inspiration from many people throughout my working career including some very enthusiastic and passionate young professionals. From a more practical perspective, my book seeks to fill a skills gap I see in many safety professionals and supervisors. I spent years developing my technical skills, after all, I was an operations supervisor thrust into a corporate safety role overnight. I had limited practical experience and even less technical knowledge. It was the right thing to do. Having technical knowledge established my credibility and opened doors to conversations about hazards and risk control. What I failed to appreciate was the importance of the soft skills needed to influence change. I see the same scenario playing out today with safety professionals, supervisors and managers. 
Many are technically strong meaning they know the applicable regulations, chemical hazards, but lack the soft skills needed to influence change. Finally, I want all of my readers, but in particular, the supervisors and safety professionals, to know that I am making myself available as a mentor. I will consider myself and this book a success if I can help guide the course of just one safety professional, frontline supervisor or operations manager, and as a result, it increases the chances of just one more employee going home safe.